The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. There's one power strong enough to break the cycle of addiction and incarceration. One name that restores and redeems hearts. One true savior. This is Prison Transformation Radio. Stories of chains broken and hearts restored. Here are your hosts, Jim Moore and Pastor Dwight Anderson. Welcome to Prison Transformation Radio. On AM 980 The Mission, we are part of the Twin Cities Christian Voice. My name is Jim Moore. My day job is the director of the R3 Collaborative. Uh, We are a Christian-specific network of resources for men and women coming out of treatment or out of prison. And my tell, us, co- tell us what the R3 stands for. Oh, the, the three R's, because people yeah. always go, is yeah. you R3, 3R? <laughs> um, so here it is, because I love it. Thank you, Pastor. Yes. R, the first R is recovery from addiction. Right. That's a whole audience. Yes. The second R is reentry from incarceration. Mm-hmm. Again, a whole audience. There's about yep. 70, 80% overlap. overlap. But yep. those are the two, that's our mission field. Right. Renewal in Christ. Amen. That's Amen. the third R Amen. in the anchor. So thank you. That's, yeah. I, I love it. It's just good to explain it sometimes. It, it is. So and um, tell us about PMA. What does that say? For? <laughs> I know you go by that sometimes. And and the next week's show, we're going to spotlight Prison Mission Association. But this is Pastor Dwight Anderson, the co-host. Welcome. Yeah, Pastor. I'm the director. My day job is the director of Prison Mission Association. And yeah. we provide free life-changing Bible studies in both in English and Spanish all across the country. We have over 33,000 students. Yeah. They get college credit for doing it. And I'm developing leadership from within to plant churches and help train and equip inmates to reach inmates for Christ. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the the next show that we do on that. Yeah. And I'm also looking forward to this show. We have, uh, we're going to be focusing today on Christian um, treatment and recovery Mm -hmm. with uh, Amy Sensor and David uh, David Hunter of the Salvation Army Adult Rehabilitation Center. And there are... uh, there are a number of large-scale, long-term Christian programs. Mm-hmm. Some may be more clinical-based. That would be like Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. Mm-hmm. We have the Christ Recovery Center. Um, they do some counseling and therapy, but it's, it's basically life skills getting back on your feet. We're going to find out about what's unique about the Adult Rehabilitation Center, because it's probably, Pastor Dwight, the easiest access. It, it is not so much a a, a uh, clinical program as mm-hmm. it is a long-term rehabilitation mm-hmm. program. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk That's about a, what that means. But um, I always tell people, even to go to prison, you can do a year a year or two in a Christian program called Prison Fellowship. So yes, the, we're right. always talking right. about these large-scale programs, but Spotlight Today is on the Adult Rehabilitation Center at the Salvation Army. Mm-hmm. I also, before we introduce Amy and David, I wanted to uh, thank Carr's Prison Ministry. Our sponsor. Our sponsor. Yes, and they've been on the, on the show a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, on May 4th, they're coming up again. It's a personal invitation, folks. They Cars does these transformational retreat seminars inside of prison. Mm-hmm. Over and the weekend. So yeah. Over the weekends, and they're always bringing people in uh, who are volunteers working with them. Mm-hmm. And they would like more people to get involved. So in June, they on June 20th through the 23rd, in Crystal at St. James Lutheran Church, they're going to be doing an open retreat to the public. 
That was First outside of, all, of prison. Yeah. yeah, outside of prison. Right. And right. it's going to be at St. James Church. It's just a blessing in and of itself, but they're hoping that some people may be nudged to say, mm-hmm. hey, could I come and do this with you in prison? So yeah. so God yes. bless them in, the, in that work. But uh, again, back on topic today, we're focusing on the Adult Rehabilitation Center and remarkable work. So uh, we're all kind of sitting in the studio. I wish you guys could kind of see what goes on in the studio. I guess <laughs> Dwight has some social media, but Dwight's got his, his information there and he's working on it and we're focused and, and Amy and David yep. are beaming. So yes. Amy Sensor and David Hunter. So we wanted to welcome you guys. Say hi to the folks mm-hmm. there. Yeah, welcome. Well, hello everyone. Ladies, good to see you guys. Yeah. Thank you, David. And uh, yeah, I'm so excited to be back. I've been here a couple of times yes. now and it really is a blessing to be mm. back and be a part of this ministry and those who you are reaching for addiction and um, those coming out of incarceration yeah. and of course uh, all through God's grace. So Amen. I am just uh, thrilled to be here representing the Salvation Army Adult Rehabilitation oh, yeah. Center and uh, here with my wonderful co-worker and colleague David Hunter. Personal friend of mine. Yes. David and I, we've known each other for yes. a while. We've been through some similar things. So, yes. uh, And it's your first time on Prison Transformation Radio. Yes, it's just my first time. It's a, it's a blessing to be here, yeah. finally, I should yeah. say, despite the weather. Yeah. yeah. The devil is alive. Yeah. <laughs> some of you may be listening to this uh, in April, and you we record a couple of days before usually. But it, it's one of those spring days in Minnesota with a lot of ice. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, thank you all for... Yes for kind of being here Thanks and, for having yeah. and you guys Thank particularly you. for joining us. So uh, we're going to dig into the Adult Rehabilitation Center. We're going to mm-hmm. take you behind the scenes. I do want to mention that we are doing in May on the 16th, what's essentially, folks, going to be an open house yep. in Minneapolis at the Adult Rehabilitation mm-hmm. Center. Yes. It's our uh, R3 monthly networking meeting. Mm-hmm. You can meet Amy and David and people involved in the Adult Rehabilitation mm-hmm. Center from 11 to 1 o'clock. We'll be presenting in the chapel there. Free we lunch. just want as many of you yep. can possibly yep. can. And then at noon, you get to dine at the Sally. That's mm-hmm. right. Sometimes yeah. it's called right. the, Sally. the Sally. Sometimes it's called the Army. Uh, and so, and just one of the most remarkable doing the best good organizations yeah. Yeah. for a long time, long Amy. Time. Yep. So we thought Amy, you could yep. kind of give us a big picture. Sure. Uh, Salvation Army, but what is, some folks may not even have heard of the Adult Rehabilitation Center. Mm-hmm. Right. So give us a big picture. Well, very good. So um, as the outreach coordinator, um, I've actually been there about five years now, and um, I get to go out in different jails and prisons and share about this men's long-term residential recovery Excellent. program. Mm-hmm. And what we mean by long-term is that is a minimum of six months up to a year. And we really do encourage the men to stay well past that six months, if possible, because that's where we really find yeah. after the foundation mm-hmm. of just the, just being there for that six months, the, the transformation really um, is solidified in their sobriety and their recovery uh, just is a better uh, long-term sobriety is what we find. So six yeah. months yeah. to a year is the long-term residential. This is your home. We really, truly mm. consider this. Um, mm. The men in the program, we are family. The men in the program, uh, a, a large part that I've gotten to see over the years is how the the, the fellowship really um, impacts the men's lives as far mm. as just the, yeah. they are brothers in Christ. Right. They're the ones there when the staff leads, 
leaves. Um, you know, at night we always have someone there, of course, but uh, it is the fellowship and the brotherhood that carry these men through this program yeah. and give them give each other hope and encouragement. Yeah. So when we say residential, this is your home. We welcome yeah. you home. We want you to feel that you're safe and you Wonderful. are. It's very structured and a very supportive um, environment. So, And then uh, lastly, the rehabilitation piece, which is really extraordinary. I have found... Um, different from any other program uh, yeah. that I've... It is unique. That, it's very that. unique in yeah. that this is really... The men are having an opportunity to get up each day, take care of themselves, get up, have breakfast, go to a work site, and actively walk out their recovery in mm. real-life situations as far as just going to work and what that means each day to come up against coworkers and supervisors and the stresses and the... the Wow. A lot on of, the job. Kind on of, the literally job. Literally on the God job training. Really, yeah. right. I was going to say on the God training. <laughs> on the God <laughs> training. <laughs> Somewhat. Yeah. yeah, that too, of course. Oh. So, uh, Right, but it, yeah. it really is interesting because you have to, you see the men transforming their lives each day, each moment. That, you know, as far as walking it out every moment, because mm -hmm. if something happens and, you know, there's lots of stresses, lots of things oh, to sure. overwhelm, courts yeah. and kids and things yeah. that, you know, have happened. And you get to see these guys figured out a different way hmm. in yeah. their thinking, in their behavior, yeah. and the transformation okay. that God does. So if they have a bad day, what it is to get back and you get another opportunity. Get up, we walk it out me. each day awesome. actively. So after Wonderful. about six months, boy, you really can see some and then transformation. And I think you said it's not one size fits all. So more time is available. Absolutely. Let's get the work done mm -hmm. while you're here mm -hmm. to heal. Let's yeah. take six, nine months, yeah. 12 yep. months, Absolutely. And, and a year to do That's that. Good. Yeah, there's no mile markers on this. So I encourage the guys. That's you know, something special about the ARC. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, awesome. when, when insurance runs out, uh, which we which we don't require in the program, uh, we're not we're not subject to uh, mile markers as far as um, men hitting a six month mark we can yeah. if if things aren't coming together in the anticipated time we want to give them every opportunity to get all the pieces of the puzzle put in place yeah. before they go back out into the That's world right. Excellent. housing yeah. employment all of what that transformation yeah. or that transition once so, they're finished uh, so with the program. Good if, you, you yep, if you just tuned in, you're listening to Prison Transformation Radio with Jim Moore of the R3 Collaborative and myself, Pastor Dwight Anderson of Prison Mission Association. We come to you on AM980, The Mission, the Twin Cities Christian Voice, broadcast every Saturday at 1 p.m. Today you're listening to The Christian Treatment and Recovery with Amy Sensor and David Hunter of the Salvation Army's Adult Rehabilitation Center. If you missed any part of the show or want to share this program with someone, you can listen and download the podcast at AM980, The Mission. Dot com. Now, Amy, you've been on before, but we love hearing, it's Prison Transformation Radio, Changing Hearts with Christ. We love yes. hearing stories of changed yeah. lives for you and maybe David as well. But tell the audience a little bit about your faith journey and how Beautiful. God's brought you to this. Yeah. Very good. Well, it is, um, it's a very humbling at this moment. Any, anyhow, um, it will be five years mm. this month that I actually walked out of the Women's Correctional Facility, mm. facility in Shakopee. The women's prison. Um, so that right there, I mean, is a pretty significant um, mm. mile marker for me. Yeah. And it was, you know, being in prison for just about two years and all that I witnessed and mm. my faith walk inside was, uh, it, you know, I don't have words for it. It was just amazingly mm. um, healing and extraordinary, even am amongst a lot of some very painful things. But mm. having come out and being called out literally when I was in prison, um, I was working in the Transformation Center, 
Transition Center mm-hmm. and uh, saw the Salvation Army brochure and literally knew God was while calling me. While you were me. still in prison. While I was in prison. Nudge. Yeah, and it, um, um. I used to call it, I, I saw it from across the room, and I, I swear it said, the Salvation Amy. And oh, thought, the Salvation oh, Amy. Okay, he is Lord too. God is here. The God is, is here. Right? That so, was at Transition Fair then? That um, I worked in the Transition Center. Okay. And so um, that was part of my job to help yeah. women on their way out to do pre-release and things. So I knew at that moment that I was called to help people coming out of incarceration, mm. um, just knowing what the the hardship and just some of, just yeah. a small piece of what that right, is to yeah, get out yeah, of prison. Right. So I went directly um, to work release and started several days after. And I've that been at the work. Salvation Army hmm. Adult Rehabilitation Center ever since. So wow. it's profound. And I couldn't think of a better job. God knows better than I, because I would never have imagined being an outreach coordinator for a men's recovery program. <laughs> but I love my job and I love uh, to be witness to men changing their lives every day, awesome. walking out their that's face. Awesome. And, and the outreach coordinator is so that's how I got to know you. I just started. She was everywhere at the R three <laughs> meetings, at mm-hmm. Salvation Army transitional meetings, and so that's largely been your work to be a spokeswoman, a spokesperson, that's right. and that's out right. in the community building yeah. partnerships and yeah, and all really networking with those and yeah. Minnesota and. Uh, we have such a wonderful second chance for those coming out of incarceration, and it just—it's where I feel called. It's not only my mission, but my work, and yeah. and I feel blessed to be a part of it. And you know, with mm-hmm. yourselves and and all the other programs and resources that we have. Wonderful. So it's uh, what a blessing you yep, are. Very good. Yeah, so thanks. in digging in yes. a little mm-hmm. bit now, yes. we always like to Pastor Dwight. Yes. What's the problem? Yes. No, but that's kind of our starting problem. point. Yeah. And and in that sense, we talked about it a little bit before the show, but. Um, help us understand the people who need this kind of work. What are the challenges they're facing? Uh, what are yeah. the problem that, and right. this is a men's facility, that yeah. men are facing where they would want to invest six months to a year in rehabilitation? What, what are you guys, what are the challenges you're taking on with this work? Yeah, well, I think part of the, um, part of the, uh, what William Booth, part of his mission mm-hmm. uh, when he first started the Salvation Army was anyone who was disenfranchised. Mm. So, you know, we, we, we put a large emphasis on the, the um, addiction, the recovery aspect, yeah. uh, but anybody who was out there struggling. So sometimes we'll have guys come to our program uh, who are just uh, dealing with homelessness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll also have men who are been in and out of the prison jail systems, for, um, you know, they basically the entirety of their, their adult life. Um, we have men who are dealing with family issues, who are dealing with custody issues with their children. Um, so there's a large, there's a vast array of the men that we deal with within the program. We've also come through different, multiple, uh, other treatment centers. Um, that's just one of them too. And and that's kind of the nature of the beast Mm -hmm. for a lot of folks. I went through a couple of treatment programs, tried to get into teen challenge, but I couldn't get general assistance, so I applied at the Salvation Army. Yeah. And then, because I was such a mess, I actually did get general assistance because <laughs> I had pretty much lost my family and everything. Yeah. So I went to 1800 Chicago yeah. and that. But I, I know Salvation Army, because I was thinking, if I can't go to Teen Challenge, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Mm, and then yeah. I heard all these wonderful things about the Salvation Army. Mm. So often homelessness may mm-hmm. be part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yep. A chronic drug yep. addiction, which means... You know, I tried multiple treatment mm-hmm. programs, but there's something wonderful about this long term. Yes. I think yep. what most people, and we don't mean to trash 30-day clinical treatment no. programs. Yeah, absolutely that not. is an excellent starting yep. point. You need yep. to step, yes. start. But one thing I found when I was in the program is 
Uh, people say it takes seven to 10 days to detox. Mm -hmm. That's just to stop vomiting and to stop the risk of your yeah. heart's going to stop any minute. Wow. It mm. takes, you know how long it takes, Pastor no. right? tell me. Six to nine months. What? From This is from chronic addiction. Six Heroin, yes. methamphetamine, wow. crack cocaine, wow. alcohol, yeah. so permeates the wow. system when you are intoxicated, hmm. intoxicated for so long. Hmm. Yeah. That's toxic is the key word. So those toxic chemicals take about three to six wow. months to process through. So that's, that's why you notice these with these large-scale Christian huh. programs. Yeah. Yeah. Six months to a year. They may start with some clinical support, mm -hmm. but the, the environment you described, Amy, that yeah. healing, community, yep. faith-based life skills yeah. That's really what it takes, isn't it, you guys, yep. to overcome? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And if challenges. I can, I'd like to put a little emphasis on the word rehabilitation. So Please it's do. The, it's the Adult Rehabilitation Center. Um, it's not a treatment center, like you stated. Yeah. And looking up the definition of rehabilitation means the action of restoring someone to health or normal life through training and therapy after mm. imprisonment, addiction, or illness. Amen. It's almost like the yeah. dictionary customized yeah. that for yeah. you all. And, I, and I'd even argue to say when you throw Jesus in the mix, Jesus yes. says, I came to give you life more abundantly. Yes. And um, so instead of a normal life, we're, we're aiming to give these guys an abundant life after Amen. they go through the So moment. let me ask you a question personally. Um, you are the fruit of the fruit, my brother. Yes, sir. Right. You know, I am too. We're, we're products yes. of yes. of these programs. Yes. Um, and, and we know there's a lot of tragedy and heartache. Yes. But they bear fruit, and they have in your life. Hmm. Can you have. take a couple of minutes and help folks understand how you got involved with this, what you've overcome and rehabilitated, because. Your life is a blessing, my brother. What's That's your right. story? Testimony time. Yes. Testimony. <laughs> All right. Yes, well, um, um, I won't. I won't spend too much time on the past because I don't want to give yeah. the devil any credit. Mm -hmm. um, but but he you know, messed just, with you a bit. Didn't just he? to kind of set the foundation. So um, as a child, I always knew there was a a call on um, a call on my life. Hmm. As mm -hmm. a as a young kid, I remember writing wow. letters to God and leaving them on my headboard and oh, waiting for it. Like, God, if you're real, please write back. And I wake wow. up the next morning, there was nothing written back. Oh. So, okay, well, we'll see. So there was always some intuition yeah. there, but um, mm. I grew up in North Minneapolis. Um, I grew up in a, um, I wouldn't say single parent home, but my mom left my, um, I guess, abusive, um, alcoholic, biological father when I was yeah. very young, probably around a year old or so. Wow, very um, she did meet my stepdad shortly mm. after that, and he's been in my life. They're still together now, so mm. 33 years of being together, being mm. married. Wow. So praise God for that. Praise God. Um, but with that, there was always a sense of longing, if you will, um, so with, with him being gone. And then I would see him occasionally. I would go visit as a young child, and in that I would ex see things and experience things that – um, no young person should. Uh, there was, oh. there was, there were some abuses. There were things mm. that happened, and some things that stuck with me for a long time. Um, so I didn't know how to cope. Um, and there was a longing for an identity, and there was a longing for acceptance. And you know, there's these feelings of rejection, these feelings of failure that come along with that. And so I didn't know how to cope. And so fast forward into my teen years. Um, at the age of 13, I discovered marijuana. Coping with dope. I was Cope coping with dope. With dope. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, so I discovered marijuana. And um, by the age of 16, I was skipping school, uh, mm -hmm. doing it on a daily basis. I started hanging out with the wrong crowd. Um, but in that, I thought I was gaining acceptance. I thought I was gaining power. I thought yeah. I, was, I had found the remedy. 
um, which we all know is a lie. And so um, that led into me barely making it through high school. Um, I was playing sports at a young age and, yeah. you know, it seemed like I would have had a, a fairly successful young adult life, but getting caught up in the wrong things. Uh, just kind of derailed. It's just mm -hmm. like, it derailed. I think a lot of us are relating to yes, you. Yes, yeah. yes. And so, and so in my 1920s, um, in and out of the jail systems, minor <laughs> uh, misdemeanors, traffic violations, minor consumptions, domestics, things like that. Um, and life just began to really start to spiral out of control. We fast forward to 2006. Um, that's when my biological dad actually passed away hmm. from his alcohol and drug addiction at the age of 54. Wow. Now, there was some amends that were made because I got a phone call a couple of days before he had passed away. He was on hospice. I went to see him, um, and uh, he could barely talk. I was feeding him ice chips, but he, he looked at me, and he kind of whispered, I'm sorry, and we hugged hmm. for a long time. And that was kind of closure on that. Wow. But in that, you would think that would be the thing that would turn me away from alcohol, from, you know, yeah. a life of addiction. It was actually the thing that catapulted me, if you will, oh, into that. And that. so that was in 2006. The next six or so years were um, were pretty tragic, to say the least. Uh, it was just I was coming to terms with the, 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 the concept that alcohol and addiction, that would be my identity. And so I was drinking on a daily basis. Um, in 2012, things got out of control. I had broke up with my ex. I was living in a home up north with no electricity, no mm. running water, and wanted to end my life. And um, said a prayer to God. Um, um, my uncle, uh, John uh, Reverend Hunter, uh, he, mm. he gave me a phone call. And he said, if you want to change your life, I have something for you. Wow. So in 2012, I went. Walked through the doors of the Salvation Army Adult Rehabilitation Center in Minneapolis. Um, that changed things. So let's pause on that because yes. time runs so quickly. It here. does. Now we have a couple minutes and we want to give people a glimpse into what happened. So okay. that is, I think so many of us connected with that. Uh, what happens then when someone walks through the door? Give us just a glimpse as to what the programming looks like in about a minute or so, and then we'll give people the contact information on how they can find out more. Wonderful. Well, I'll just share a couple of things. One, just the beautiful thing I'm going to share about the program is most all of the staff at, in our program are men who have completed the program. So David himself is now a counselor. You were and remarkable. Almost all great? the staff. That's awesome. And so they can relate to the men. They have gone yeah. through it. So that is a powerful, mm -hmm. powerful thing for the men in the yeah. program. Um, as far as our intake goes, here's here's the thing. You can walk in the doors. We have men that are literally walking in out of the uh, from off the streets up to, you know, prisons and, and executives, all of that. We all know mm. it doesn't discriminate. So we um, have a very special, unique um, opportunity. We do intakes almost 24-7. Oh. So if you are That's on really the street... That's really special. Oh. I know the field. Yes. That's special and unique. And mm -hmm. if someone is at that point or needs the help, then wow. we will take you in them. We almost always have beds. There yes. is no waiting list. Wow. Um, you do not need a Rule 25, nor do you need insurance. We are run solely by the donations mm. which people give to our stores and to our main mm. um, our main uh, building or the facility down on uh, 900 North 4th Street. So we are run solely by donations, and it's a powerful program that way. 
And so, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna invite everyone to come to that address. It's downtown Minneapolis. Yes. If you go to r3collaborative.org, all of the information, contact information is there for the Salvation Army. Yes. But if you would give the website and how people can connect directly. Yes. Wonderful. Yes. The website is salvationarmynorth.org, and then click on the rehabilitation under how we help. I'd like to give you the direct phone to our intake, which is six one two five four seven. Five nine six zero five six nine zero. I'm sorry. Thank One you, more David. time, just from the six one two five four seven five six nine zero five six nine zero, and that goes directly to our intake. We'll answer as soon as we can. If you don't get a hold of us, walk in. Amen. Yep. Amen. Good. Yep. Well, Pastor Dwight, yes. another whirlwind thank show. You. Yes. Thank you, everybody. God bless you guys. Tuning in for Prison Transformation Radio, and um, David, we're going to ask you to close us out in prayer, and uh, we thank you for coming on. On the show. Absolutely. It'd be my pleasure. Uh-huh. Um, dear Lord, we thank you for today, Lord. We thank you for uh, what you're doing here through the prison transformation ministry, Father. I just pray for growth. I pray for the ears that it falls on to be blessed, Lord. I pray for uh, restoration of hope for those mm-hmm. who need it, Lord. I pray that uh, through this ministry and many others that are listening, Lord, that you would just uh, continue to have your way and move in our communities, Lord, that you would uh, move in our country. It's much needed. Um, And Father, we just thank you for your faithfulness, Lord. Um, Thank you that you turn tragedy into triumph, Father. And we just bless your name. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Love Amen. you, David. Thank Love you, Amen. 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 Thank yeah, you, guys. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Dave, for coming in. Yeah. We'll see everybody next week. Thank you. Break every chain.